0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, I'm actually bringing back an old episode because it is Tom and I's wedding week, and so I am throwing it back to episode... 13 of the Affirmation Addict Podcast, and I wanted to reshare the story of how I manifested my soulmate, how Tom and I met, affirmations that I used to manifest Tom, and all things of the sort. So it's our wedding week, and I really thought this was the perfect episode to bring back for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. This is your host, Pyle Agarwal, and today I'm so excited because I'm going to be talking to you about all things soulmates. By far, my most popular topic, the things I get asked the most about. So, I'm going to be diving into my story with how I manifested Tom into my life in about a week, and as well as different affirmations and different just points about having a soulmate and what it means to have have a soulmate. So I hope this episode is helpful and I hope you enjoy this. Hi everyone. My name is Pyle Agarwal and I want to welcome you to the Affirmation Addict podcast. Affirmations have changed my life and now it is my mission to help you use them to change yours by using affirmations every day to manifest things your way. My goal is to make affirmations attainable and accessible to every single person, including you, because you have the ability to take control and create your reality. So come with me on my journey and let's see what we can manifest together. Hello, everybody, and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm so excited about it because this is probably the episode and the topic I get the absolute most questions about, and that is soulmates. And so the big thing I really want to talk to you guys about is how I actually was able to manifest my soulmate and my story with me and Tom um, and everything that kind of happened behind the scenes and then I'm going to talk to you guys about a healing session where I actually learned um, and it gives me chills just thinking about it how beautiful the universe is and then what it actually really means to have a soulmate what I've learned and where I was in the beginning of my relationship with Tom and where I am now because I do think my definition of a soulmate has evolved and I have learned so much and then another thing I want to talk about is how you might be unknowingly blocking your soulmate and lastly but I think the most exciting part is I'm going to be giving you some of my favorite affirmations for manifesting a soulmate. And these are actually the affirmations that I used as well. So I hope they help you. And so I'm just going to dive right in and get started. So I'm going to talk about me and Tom and how we met and just our relationship and all I've learned. So the story goes that I was in a relationship for 2.5 years I don't know, I just said 0. 0.5, two and a half years um, in college and I wasn't happy. Um, no, everything was fine. It just didn't feel like a relationship and I, my heart was never fully in it. And once I understood that, I was too scared to break up with this person, but I started affirming for my soulmate. So I started saying things like, I'm ready for my true soulmate to come into my life. I'm ready to be loved for who I am. I'm ready to be my true self just because I didn't feel like I was who I was. Like I didn't feel like I even knew myself. I felt like a zombie going through life. And I really started to focus in on myself. I disconnected from that guy and I just took the time for myself. I started doing things I wanted to do. I went on solo trips. I went to Europe by myself and I did things on my own because I realized like I am the only one who can make me happy. And it was probably one week that I decided that I'm just going to do this all for myself. And we actually had a trip to Seattle planned with um, our college friends. It was kind of like a school trip and I wasn't planning on going, but literally the night before I was like, you know what? I need to go. And I actually went to Seattle the weekend before with my best friend. So I was like, there's no point in me going again. But something just told me, I was like, you know what? I was really drawn to that city. I'm just going to go again. I have no homework, no job, no nothing. I was second semester of senior year of college. So I was literally chilling because I was moving to San Francisco in a couple of months and everything. So I had nothing going on. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to book my ticket. So I booked my ticket the night before and it was my best guy friends who I was actually going to be staying with. So we were all going to be staying together and they kept telling me, oh, like our friend Tom is coming. He's in the military. So I assumed he was like this stocky, super, super buff, like aggressive, buzz cut military guy. And so I didn't really think anything of it. And I basically was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go to Seattle, have some fun. And then um, kind of fast forward, we roamed around the city and then Tom met up with us after work. And I literally saw him and I just literally... I, looking back at it, when I look back, it was so dramatic, but I just like ran and hugged him and I was so excited. And it was like a full on hug. It wasn't like a casual side hug. You know what I'm talking about ladies. It was like a full on hug. And I was just so excited and, he, I, and no one else hugged him. Like there was like 10 of us there who had just met Tom and I just ran and hugged him. And I was like, what am I doing? But I just did it. And the rest of the night, like we went out to dinner and I was just so drawn to him. Like I was staring at the kid and I'm, before this, I was never attracted to non-Indian people. And that was actually a limiting belief that I had, that I could only date Indian people, that I had to have somebody who had the same exact culture as me because that would be easier for my family. And I only dated Indian guys before, and obviously I was never really happy. But I was just so drawn to him. And I was like, this is so weird. He's not my type. And like, I noticed all these little things he was doing and I, (laughs) this is so funny. I even noticed that we ordered like the same food. Like we both ordered a quesadilla that night and we were just talking and talking and talking. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I really like this kid. And um he actually we started talking about his job and the first thing he told me was like oh I'm a ranger. So for me and I know I have followers all around the world um so for me what I understood was that he was a park ranger meaning he like cleans up forests and like picks up after parks. So I was like oh interesting. And then I was like, so you're a park ranger? And he was like, no, 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 like a army ranger. And I was like, oh, what's that? And he basically was like, well, basically like SEAL Team 6 and Special Forces. So all those like elite groups in the military, all the ones that do all the cool stuff and I've always really liked that stuff. There's a show called 24. I like all the FBI shows, all those action gun shows. I actually really enjoy those. So I was just like, oh my gosh, you're like my real life. Jack Bauer, if you haven't watched 24, Jack Bauer is like the star of that show. And I was like, you're real. That's insane. And so I was just obsessed with him. And we were talking and I honestly, we went the entire weekend and I don't think we... Like, stop talking to each other the entire time. Like, I was glued to him. And it was just like he was making me laugh. He was real. He was asking me about little details about myself. And it was just like, you know. So, we spent the whole weekend together with our friends and we were all just hanging out. And eventually we got on the topic of military relationships and so I was like how do you do military relationships and he was like I don't like it's way too hard I've seen so many guys like disrespect their wives I've seen so many girls disrespect their husbands so I've just seen like not good stuff so I've never been in one and I was like yeah that would be crazy I don't know how you would do that and we kind of left it at that like we talked about how he wasn't looking for anything because he has more stuff planned in his career I was about to move to a new city start a whole new job and all of that. And then basically what came up was, it was Saturday night and I was supposed to leave Sunday, 9am. And that night I changed my flight because I asked him, I was like, what are you doing tomorrow? And he said, nothing. I'm just chilling. I have the day off. So I changed my flight to Sunday evening. I don't think my parents know this. Mom and dad or Mossy or all my family, if you're listening, I did this, uh, but we spent the whole day together. And it was awesome. And like he, we left and I'm a big FaceTime girl. And he was like, do you want to FaceTime tomorrow? And I don't think we've gone a day without, we haven't gone a day without talking since then, unless it was because of military training. So that was the story of how we started. Like it was just like laughter, joy, happiness, like feeling home and feeling safe and normal all at the same time, while my heart was like exploding of happiness, it was such an indescribable feeling. And I did so many things so quickly. And everybody thought I was crazy. They're like, you're just jumping, you're rebounding, all this stuff. But I mean, I think we are truly, truly soulmates. And I know we're truly soulmates. I wouldn't be sharing all of our social media if I didn't think we were soulmates. Um, and it was just amazing. And there's so much more to our story, which I want to tell you guys how I've used affirmations in our relationship because me and Tom have been long distance ever since we started dating. So he lived in Seattle and I lived in Phoenix. I was still going to college. So we made the effort and we would, I would write affirmations like, Oh, me and Tom get to hang out with each other a lot. We have our families get along together. Like I would write different affirmations and every single one of them would come true. Like our, my, our parents, like actually our moms, they weren't supposed to meet and they met and they are like soul sisters. Like our moms are truly, truly so similar and they're best friends. And I know that's such a big deal because most moms like don't get along like mom and mother-in-law. I know that's always like an issue sometimes and it was just so nice because i always wanted my family to be close with my significant other's family and we my our parents met like probably a month after we started dating and it was really fast obviously but it was just things kept unfolding and it was just so perfect another thing is like he would be deployed and so when he was deployed, I really wanted him to come home early. And that's really when my affirmation started working. I wanted him to come come home early, and I wanted us to live in the same city. So basically I started my job, it was San Francisco, but I was a consultant, so I would travel for work. And so I wrote, I have that journal, I wrote affirmations where I was like, I'm gonna be staffed in Seattle, I'm gonna be staffed in the same city as Tom. And Seattle was like not even on the radar for my company, and I got an email like two days after I was about to start working saying, okay, your client is in Seattle, so you're gonna be flying to Seattle every single week. And that was amazing because. I flew to Seattle every week, so I got to see him every single week, and he would drive the two hours to come see me. Like We made it work, but we were in the same city. That affirmation came true. Then he deployed. Um, So he deployed once last year, and I really wanted him to come home early, and his date to come back was actually around January, and we really wanted him home for our birthdays, for Thanksgiving, and he came home the day before his birthday. And so that's really where actually my affirmation journey was so validated because so many things one after another with him came true. And I'm so grateful. And things to this day keep coming true. Like we write affirmations together now. And it's just so nice because you have someone who gives you the credit and gives you the time of day for what you're doing. And I think that's the biggest thing I learned because it wasn't like our relationship was perfect. Like long distance is tough and it's never going to be easy, but you have to both put in the work. One person can't put in more and one person can't not care enough but that's not natural. So you have to communicate. And there was so much communication involved. And I think that's why we're so strong together, because we were both open about what we were feeling. And it takes time. And there's obviously arguments, there's obviously disagreements, but you have to be willing to have those conversations. Because if you're not going to have those conversations, you're just going to suffer in your own misery, right? So I would get really insecure about little things. I would write affirmations, but I would also talk to him about it and say, hey, I really need your help. Like, can you please... Helped me and he did. So, I really do think having soulmates and having a significant other, the purpose isn't just for them to sat- satisfy all your problems. The purpose of having a soulmate is for you both to grow together. And we've only been dating for like a little over a year and a half and we've started businesses together. He bought a home, like, and he's getting out of the military soon. Like, there's been so many beautiful, beautiful changes that. I think that really happens if you surrender yourself completely and unconditionally to that other person. Like I accept him for everything that he is, everything that he has been, and everything that he's going to be. And I know he does the same for you. And even to this day, there's still times where I get super insecure and he helps me through that. But I'm honest about it. I don't hide my insecurities. And one thing I really want to tell you about my insecurities, and this is full vulnerability alert, like complete vulnerability. I've never really, really told anybody this story because it just happened. But basically, I've always had this insecurity that when he leaves, he's not coming back. And that is in terms of when he is with his friends, when he deploys anything. I just have this worry. Like Whenever he leaves, I just feel like helpless and that's so unhealthy and i know that and i tried so hard with him for the whole year for the whole year and a half i'd be like why do i keep feeling this way like it's not even that i don't trust you it's just i just have this worry and i didn't understand so actually 3 days ago i went to a healing session and it's actually called a past life regression so they walk you through your past lives. And it's basically, you're learning something you didn't know and something from your past life. If you don't believe in past lives, just as a precursor, I am not asking you to believe. This is just something I believed in. something I grew up believing that we reincarnate, our souls live on and our bodies just change. So that's just something I believe. And if you don't believe that, that's totally fine. But I think this is still a really interesting story for you to hear. And so during this healing session, I, I was my mom was actually going because she has always wanted to do this, and for me, I just was tagging along because honestly, I was driving her, and I was like, okay, get me an appointment too. Like I was not really trying to ask anything. I felt fine, like. I'm good. But the lady was like, okay, talk to me. And I was like, I guess like what I'd like to work on is like more confidence in myself. Like I'm starting this new business. And I just, I guess the only thing I can think of is just like more confidence in my business and myself and just who I am as a person. I didn't even bring up Tom. He was not, I didn't even say I had a boyfriend. Normally I do bring up Tom, but I didn't even bring him up. Cause I was like, we're good. Like I love him. He loves me all is well in my world. Right. But we started doing this past life regression. She takes you into a deep sleep um, and just you're talking like I'm fully aware. She's asking me questions. She's just really relaxing you. And if you want more information on past life regression, message me and I can do a blog post about it in detail. But basically she took me through that. And what we saw is she basically was like, okay, imagine you're on a beach and there's two lawn chairs. And the crazy thing about that is she like beaches are so close to me and Tom. Like we're always on a lake or we're always at a beach and we always have two lawn chairs. Like that's just our thing, being by water. We both love being by water and just sitting by the water. Like That's just, we've always done that together. And we even painted at those wine and paint nights, we even painted literally a picture of two lawn chairs looking over the beach, which spooked me so much because it was like, it was like, how do you know this? Um, But eventually she brought. She was like, okay, imagine someone's walking towards you and just tell me what you see. And at first it's kind of difficult when you're doing a past life regression because you feel like you're making it up, but words are just coming into your mind as well. And you feel different energy shifts. And so I felt a huge energy shift um, when she asked me that and I just thought shaggy hair. So I was like, I just see shaggy hair. And She talked me through it a little bit more, and she was like, okay, look into the eyes of this person. What do you see? And I saw myself as somebody with really, really light skin. I was not Indian. Very, very light skin and beautiful, long, like almost black, dark brown hair. Um, and she was like, okay, now he's going to take you and you guys are going to be, he's going to tell you a story that you need to hear. And so basically it was so vivid. Like I can see this in my head. It's really crazy. But all I saw was I was wearing a long white flowy dress and there was this guy, which is him, um, and shaggy with shaggy hair and armor. Like it looked like we were in like Roman ancient Roman war times and, That's what I thought and I just remember hugging him and crying and this is the craziest part. I started crying so much in this healing session. Like I was half asleep in a way, but I was just bawling my eyes out and I was like, oh my gosh, he's leaving and I know he's not coming back because he said he's going to war. And that like it just kind of all hit at that moment where I was like, that's where this is this fear of not coming back is coming from. And she walked me through it and she was like, okay, like, what is he saying to you? And I was like, he's telling me he's always with me, but he truly doesn't know if he's going to come back. And so he said, he'll meet me in heaven. Um, So then she was like, okay, fast forward 10 years. And I saw myself as a teacher with kids, which through different healing sessions, I've heard that a lot that I've always been like a teacher with kids, um, like a refugee teacher and things like that. I've heard that a lot in my healing sessions. And then she said, okay. Did you ever find anybody else? And I said no. I had no interest. I never found anybody else. And then she said, "Fast forward to the last day of your life in that body." And basically, I saw—I literally—it was so crazy because I've never truly believed in any of this. Um, but I saw myself I was like laying there, happy. I was just old, like not sick or anything. I was just old, but I was happy because I knew I was going to go back to him. And she was like, "Imagine your soul leaving your body. What do you see?" And I said, and I have a recording of this too, so it was really crazy to hear it because I don't remember all of this. Um, And I said that he was waiting for me, and he took my hand, and we went to the beach. And so it was just such a crazy thing because the biggest thing was the last time I ever saw that man, that shaggy man, was I was hugging him and he was going to war. And if you remember, the first thing I did when I saw Tom was I ran and hugged him. Like, ran. Like, it wasn't just a casual, like, oh, hi. Like, I ran towards him and hugged him. And it all just made sense because... I really do feel so connected in that connection. And even if it's not a past life connection, but that was something that just made me so... Understanding of where some of my insecurities are coming from. And some of your insecurities, you don't know where they're coming from. It could be past lives. It could be different people impacting you, different limiting beliefs. And so I know that was like a very, very like woo-woo kind of crazy story, but that was something I really wanted to share with you guys because a lot of you were asking what healing sessions I do. And so this is something I really do. And it just all connected because it made me understand why I always have this fear of him not coming back wherever he goes. And it's so irrational. So it really has helped me let go and just take a step back and breathe and not focus on that because me focusing on that is just going to enhance that fear and put me in a lower vibration. So that was what really, really helps me. And it kind of validated that, yeah, I think he is my soulmate because how can we be so connected? How did I know so much about him and everything. So that is like a really, really big thing I just learned this past Friday and I wanted to share it with you guys. Super, super vulnerable. I know you guys might think I'm crazy after this, but if you have any questions, feel free to ask me about this. And what I wanted to talk about next was just what a soulmate really means because I think a lot of us, including me, when I started dating and when I was just looking for boyfriends, I just wanted the boyfriend for like the picture. I wanted him to be in my pictures. I wanted him to just have someone there. It wasn't for like the joy of just being with someone. And what I've learned is even during, throughout this relationship, my belief has changed where I really think soulmates are there to lift you up and I think soulmates are there to bring out the better sides of you because I think your soulmate can see all of you and truly loves you for who you are and they help you do that because I think my self-love has grown so much stronger ever since I've been dating Tom because he acknowledges and accepts me for all of me and he helps me accept myself because having an understanding that in the end our self-love can only truly satisfy us because when we don't approve of ourselves, it just kind of circulates and everybody else doesn't approve of ourself and you get those crazy thoughts in your head. But I truly think a real soulmate is someone you feel joy with, someone who lifts you up and really makes you love yourself even more because they love you for those reasons. So they're trying to show you how great you are. And I think soulmates is just like that connection and someone who makes you stronger. So that's what I've learned. And I think that a soulmate is, is you just feel joy and you feel good with them. You don't feel that nervousness. You don't feel that stress or anxiety. It just feels nice and homey and safe. So that's truly what I feel like having a soulmate means. But sometimes I think we block our soulmates by we don't even know what we want them for. And half the time, it's just to make it like, if I asked you, why do you want your soulmate? Or why do you love your soulmate? Like, what's your answer? So really think about why you want somebody else in your life. Like, it's a really big deal to share your life with someone and give all your energy to them and give your energy for yourself. Like, it takes a lot of work and it's a lot of effort, but I don't think a lot of us realize why we actually want a soulmate. And to be honest, I didn't know why I wanted my soulmate, but all I knew was I'm ready for my soulmate and I'm ready to love myself. That's what I had to keep telling myself. And literally seven days later, I booked that ticket to Seattle and I met him. But it was only when I was ready to surrender and say, you know what? My soulmate's going to come to me whenever, but I know that I need to tune inwards and focus on who I really am and get comfortable with who I am. Because... In my other relationship I just felt tainted by everybody else around me so many other people and college and just everything I didn't know who I was like I didn't spend time with myself <laughs> And I think sometimes we block our soulmates coming into our lives because we think this is how the relationship should be. This is how this should be. But it's like, do you even know who you are as a person? And I'm still learning like what makes me happy, what I enjoy, what I like doing. And that I think is what you need to focus on is who you are and what you enjoy doing because we are so willing to give everything to a guy who comes into our life or a girl who comes into our life. But when was the last time you did that for yourself? Like Make a relationship with yourself. And I think it's so important to get to know yourself and have a relationship with yourself before bringing in a soulmate because I don't think you're ready for your soulmate until you truly have a good relationship with yourself. And that's why some people ask me, why do so many guys come into my life and they go? It's because they're not there to be your soulmate. They're there to teach you a lesson. And I think whenever I go through a breakup or whenever people go through breakups, the more things you learn is the more you got to focus on yourself. Whenever someone is going through a breakup, the first thing we always say is, okay, time to focus on you. Why is that? Because that's what you need to do is truly focus on you. Don't focus on the lack of a soulmate. Don't focus on the guy who's going to come into your life. It's truly, truly all about you. And I do think that The biggest thing that's blocking our soulmates is ourselves because we don't have that relationship with ourselves. So, I really, really encourage you after this episode if you are trying to manifest your soulmate or even trying to manifest a better relationship, really, really tune inwards and see what you need because. What do you need in a relationship? You know you're not happy or you know you're not satisfied, but what exactly do you want? Be honest and understand what it is that you need. So I hope that's really helpful. Um, And the last thing I want to talk about is my favorite affirmations for soulmates. And this is something that I used that week when I started to tune in. And I'm going to read them out to you. And I'll also post them in a blog post um, and in the episode notes and everything so you guys can refer to them easily. But these are the exact affirmations I used to use um, when manifesting Tom into my life. But also, I still use them. I still use them whether we're doing long distance or just because you have a soulmate doesn't mean you stop putting in the effort. And that's another thing. Like I put in the effort to this day. I still say affirmations for me and Tom because just because I have him doesn't mean I'm done trying I'm always trying and I'm always working and I'm always growing to make our relationship better. And he is too. And that's truly, truly so beautiful. So here are some of my favorite affirmations. I'm going to say them one after one. So I love myself and I feel complete within. I am ready to attract my soulmate into my life. I know that my soulmate and I will be together when the time is right My soulmate and I have a relationship filled with love, joy, and laughter. I'm ready to be loved, and I release any fears or resistance of being loved. I am loved fully, wholly, and unconditionally. My soulmate and I are divinely and infinitely connected, and I'm open to receiving love from my true soulmate. So those are the ones I would always write because it's really all about being open and being ready and feeling joy. Like to me, the end goal of having a soulmate is to just feel joy. Like whenever I talk to Tom, I feel joy and we make the effort to separate business and talking about our relationship. We make the effort to just chat and get to know each other more. There's always more to learn and just enjoy each other's presence. Like being grateful for who you have in your life. So I really, really hope this episode was helpful because I wanted you guys to know more about our story and the different ways that I've used affirmations through our relationship, whether it was long distance, whether it was something that I needed to work on. And the biggest thing I did was acceptance. You're accepting that person wholly, unconditionally, and they do the same. So give yourself the opportunity to be loved fully because a lot of the times we think we're too complicated we think we have too many issues you know the first thing I did was tell Tom hey I'm not as chill as you think I have a lot of things I'm dealing with but just so you know and I was open about it because I knew that I wasn't scared that that's who I was because I had the comfort that if I was too much for him, then he's not right for me. He, someone who wants to be with me, will be able to take care of all of me, and I'll be able to take care of all of them, whatever their insecurities are, whatever their quote unquote flaws are, whatever it is. Like, I love all of them, and they'll love all of me. And I knew that, so I there's nothing to hide. Like, be who you are and get to know yourself and get that relationship with yourself. Because once you know who you are and are comfortable with who you are, then you are so much more aware and so much more understanding whoever comes into your life next is actually right for you. So that is my invitation for you is start the relationship with yourself before starting a relationship with your soulmate because in the end, that's always what it's going to come down to. So I hope this episode was super, super helpful for you and I hope you enjoyed my story about me and Tom, how we met, how I use affirmations, but also my healing session story, my past life regression story. I hope you found that interesting. I know it's a little different, so let me know if you have questions about that um, and enjoy the affirmations. Use them as you feel comfortable. You can say them out loud. You can write them down in your journal. You can print them out. Whatever makes you feel happiest, do that with your affirmations. Um, and I just wish the best for you, and as always, thank you for always, always supporting me, always loving me. You guys are truly the best. And it means the world to me that I can be a little source of inspiration, a little source of love. And my love is always being sent to you. And I hope I get to talk to you soon. So thank you for tuning in today and have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye so how did you like today's episode i hope you enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed recording it and before you leave i wanted to just say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for spending some time with me if this episode or any of my content has ever inspired you it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review in the itunes podcast app and just share this with someone you care about The more you guys leave reviews and share this with people, the more I am able to create more content for you. And that's what fuels me and keeps me going. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And until next time, I'm sending you lots of love and lots of healing energy. Bye.